listener-supported radio. Talk that brings Christ to the world. Welcome to the Relevant Radio Winter Pledge Drive. Give from the heart. Oh, the mic, sir. The mic. Oh, that means, oh, hello. Welcome. <laughs> Just like you're used to. Uh, journalistic excellence here, knowing what's going on, when it's going on. Are we, are we, we're live? We're, we're live. Let me, let me find my, yeah, I got a pulse. Welcome. Welcome. It is our winter pledge drive. Give from the heart. And, uh, I know you always do. And so before I launch into anything, thank you. It's such a privilege to do this. And I am so grateful that you afford us and especially me who, uh, uh, I don't want to discuss my levels of competence here, but I did, did thank you. You're very tolerant people, so God bless you. Well, let's pray. Enough with this. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thine intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly into thee, O Virgin of Virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word Incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, let's go to the big book on the coffee table. we got to talk fast because there's a lot to talk about. Yesterday's Gospel has <laughs> one of my favorite verses in the whole Bible. Remember, it's Mark, the first chapter, the 29th verse to the 39th. This would be closer to the 39th. Maybe this is the 38th verse. Jesus had just spent the day uh, healing people in Capernaum. And and uh, uh, he gets up very early before dawn, goes off to a deserted place where he prayed. Simon and those with him pursued him, and on finding him said, everyone is looking for you. Now, the translation they have here is he told them, let us go on to the nearby villages. I don't read it that way. In Greek, I can see it clearly, agomen alahu. On finding him, they said, everyone is looking for you. And he said, let's go elsewhere. <laughs> I think that's hysterically funny, but it's also very profound. Um, you know, I've perhaps you've heard it said that the secret to a happy ministry is know where the back doors are. I'm just kidding, just kidding. But uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Bart. <laughs> are you, Bart, are you going to pledge? And uh, where was I? Uh, the, uh, um, <clears throat> I remember when I was in seminary, um, somebody put a little essay in all of uh, the, the mailboxes of the faculty about how Jesus was radically available to everyone. I thought, had they read the Bible? Jesus was not radically available to everybody. Here he's saying, no. I mean, what's going on if you think about this? People want him in town. He's done. He's healed the sick. He's cast out demons. And this is great. This is going to be the healthiest town in all of Galilee, in all of the world. And he says, well, let's go. This is an important biblical principle. And and I'm going to, uh, let me look at the clock just to make sure I got, uh, I don't want to overdo it here because we, we're going to have to go to the Pledge Center and all those good things. But Jesus said in the Gospel of John, <clears throat> I always do what is pleasing to him, the Father. I always do what is pleasing to the Father. And 
Jesus, now this, now, now brace yourself. This is going to sound heretical, but Jesus did not come to help people. It was not Jesus' purpose. Jesus' primary purpose was to obey the Father. This is a huge biblical principle. His primary purpose was to obey the Father. And he helped people because that's what the Father wanted. Now, of course, he wanted to help people. He loved people. He was kind. And he was both kind and honest. But his purpose was to please the Father. Now, let's move on to uh, today's readings. Uh, today's readings are, well, to be quite frank, if you really look at them, I mean, what's this all about? Uh, you know, the, the gospel, let's look at the gospel real quickly. Um, <clears throat> uh, sick people are coming to Jesus well, literally by the boatload. As they were leaving the boat, people recognized him. They scurried about. And I looked that up, and it really does mean scurry. It's pretty close to scurry. Uh, um, they scurried about the surrounding country and began to bring this in the sick on mats. Uh, they begged that they might touch only the tassel of his cloak, which was symbolic of the law, of his you know, I, I remember uh, hearing uh, the phrase, well, saying it to someone that who was was Jewish and and was very drawn to Catholicism, but couldn't couldn't just couldn't bear the thought of of not being Jewish. And I said, Jesus is the the Torah. Jesus is the law come to life. And I think that that that's a good way to put it. So the the tassel of the cloak was symbolic of of the law, and so they grabbed onto this. This symbol of of the the Torah, but a living a living law of God, and, and were healed. So, but but they 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 same thing is going on in Capernaum. This is great. We are not going to have to pay medical bills anymore. This is free health care. Uh, so they scurried about. Well, let's go to the first reading. <clears throat> this is the dedication of the Temple of Solomon, and. Uh, King Solomon and the entire community of Israel present for the occasion, a uh, sacrifice before the ark, sheep and oxen, too many to number or count. What's with the sheep and the oxen? Uh, I mean, why does God do this? Why is God all excited about animal sacrifice? To us, that seems barbaric. We only sacrifice animals, well... <laughs> for purposes of eating, uh, some of us. Some of us don't even do that. Uh, but, but I mean, what? God's hungry? God really like, God must really like, like a lamb or something. What, what's going on here? I did not understand this until I really pondered the sacrifices of Cain and Abel. And maybe you've heard me say this before, but if not, I am going to make your life easier <laughs> because this is always a conundrum why didn't god accept the sacrifice of cain it's answered by the psalm uh which says um summon to me the people who have made covenant with me by sacrifice i looked that up now there are two words um um, um there are two words for sac well the generic word for sacrifice is um, uh, is is 
korban. In fact, is in the Eastern Church, uh, the 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 word for mass is still korban. Uh, but if you look in the Psalm, which is Psalm fifty, verse five, the covenant is made with this, with a. a a blood sacrifice. It has to be a blood sacrifice. And the word is zebach. And an altar, I believe, I, I have to, I, an altar is a mizbeach. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's, that's the word for altar. I have to look it up. But uh, a, a, a covenant can only be made with a blood sacrifice. What's he talking about? Yeah, a covenant is made with a blood sacrifice. Because what you're saying is, if I break the covenant, may this happen to me. That's the symbolism of it. The shedding of blood ratifies a covenant. Now let's look at covenant, and I'll try to be delicate about this. Um, uh, contract and covenant. The the there's a difference. A contract is I give you so that you might give me. A a covenant is I give you myself that you might give me yourself. Marriage and another profession, uh, deal with physical intimacy. In the one profession, money exchanges hands uh, and a service of intimacy is, I'm being oblique, a service of intimacy is provided and this is not a respected uh, relationship. Marriage, however, deals with physical intimacy just as this other so-called oldest profession. I don't believe that myself, but this other profession <clears throat> deals with intimacy. But marriage deals with physical intimacy between a man and a woman. And it's respected and celebrated. What's going on? Marriage is a covenant. The other is a contract. I give you this service and you give me your money and goodbye. Marriage is a giving of self and is respected. Cain sacrificed produce, <laughs> vegetables. <laughs> he wanted a contract with God. God, I'm going to give you something nice. You're going to look out for me. Abel sacrificed sheep from the flock. He wanted to enter into covenant with God. He, he sacrificed a blood offering. So what's all this together? Many of us want to make a contract with God. I'll, I'll light this candle, and I'm big on lighting candles. Maybe I'll explain that at some point. Uh, I think it's a beautiful custom. But some people say, well, if I light the candle, God owes me. God set the stars to blazing. He doesn't owe you for a candle. Um, well, if I say these prayers and this novena, and that, then God's got to give me what I want. You can't hold God to a contract. God does nothing outside of a covenant. And the Ark of the Covenant is being installed in the temple. And guess what? You go to Mass, and it's a blood sacrifice on an altar. It's a Zabach on a Mizbeach. It's a blood sacrifice on an altar. And, you know, people who say, I don't get much out of Mass. Who said you're supposed to get something out of Mass? You go to Mass to give something. You give yourself to God that he might give himself to you. It's a covenant. You understand? And the people who are, Jesus heals the sick. Come on, bring the sick. They wanted a service rendered by God. And so often we want a service rendered by religion. That's not how it works. I give you myself, the Lord says in communion, that you might give me yourself. It's a covenant. It's the covenant from Cain and Abel. 
through Abraham, through Solomon, through the Last Supper to now. Mass is the celebration of the covenant sacrifice, and we should be aware of that. All right, I hear music in my head, which means we got to, where are we going? What, what, who, where? Ah, Father Rocky's coming up. He's a lot more coherent. This is Father Rocky, and I want to thank you for listening to Relevant Radio. Welcome to our Give from the Heart Pledge Drive. A reminder that Relevant Radio is listener-supported, so we're unable to deliver our programming every day without your financial support. If you give this hour, your gift will be matched 100%. Relevant Radio is here for you morning, noon, and night. Now, start your mornings with us in a brand new way with today's special gift at the $20 a month level. Relevant Radio Guadalupe Gold Blend Coffee. Wake up with this medium roast coffee from Guadalupe Roastery and know that you are supporting your faith on air and the welfare of farmers in Nicaragua. Meticulously crafted to bring you the finest start to your day, rest assured your morning routine will always be gold standard in coffee and in radio. Receive this limited edition thank you premium now with a gift of $20 a month. RelevantRadio.com, the Relevant Radio app, or 877-291-0123. All right. Thank you, Father Rocky. Neil Robbins along with Peter Atkinson stepping in, helping Father Simon this hour. And we do have, as Father mentioned, it is a partnership challenge hour, a 100% dollar-for-dollar match when you give to Relevant Radio. Any amount you can give will help us uh, wipe out that $3 million need by the end of the week. RelevantRadio.com is one place you can give. You can give it uh, on the Relevant Radio app or by calling the handy-dandy phone number that we've had for years, 877-291-0123, 877-291-0123. We are looking for 125 Father Simon fans to step forward this hour and to uh, show your support for Father, show your support for uh, this great mission here of Relevant Radio. Something special we have for you today and today only at the $20 a month level. Two special gifts, a 12-ounce bag of Guadalupe Gold Blend Coffee and the Relevant Radio branded Bistro-style coffee mug. It's uh, The mug is just a little bit bigger than uh, the one you may be used to to hold uh, extra, extra, a couple extra ounces of that beautiful Guadalupe Gold Blend coffee. Again, it's available today and today only for a gift of $20 a month to Relevant Radio. RelevantRadio.com, the app, or 877-291-0123. That's right, Neil. This is Peter Atkinson. We're excited to invite you to partner with us. You can do that by calling our number at 877-291-0123 or giving on RelevantRadio.com or the Relevant Radio app. And one thing Father Rocky likes to say to us uh, here in the building is we get a report card every four months, four times a year. We ask for your help to keep bringing that programming to you all the time, 24-7, through the Relevant Radio app or on the on the network, on the broadcast radio. So if you want to give us a good grade, if you want us to be able to accompany you through Lent with all of the recent programming that has launched from the Merry Beggars, the Saints, to the Eucharistic Lessons, to Lenten Lessons on the Mass, there, to the two new shows that have uh, just broadcast over this past weekend, the Hinderer Show, Doug Hinderer, and the Dave Duran Show returning to the network, I mean, Relevant Radio is operating on all cylinders with one 
mission to bring Christ to the world through the media. So if your life has been impacted in a positive way, if you want to bring Christ to the world through the media, you can give from the heart this day, this week at relevantradio.com and through the Relevant Radio app. That's one 877 We want a good grade. <laughs> we we want to... <laughs> help us, help us get a good grade, a good report card to show to Father Rocky, to show to Father Simon and help us keep the lights on. Um, give at relevantradio.com, the relevant radio app or 877-291-0123. Bring Christ to the world through the media all Lent long. I love coffee. I love tea. I love the job, the jive, and it loves me. Coffee and tea and the jive and me. Well, you may wonder why we're singing about coffee. That's because one of our premiums today is coffee. <laughs> coffee. What's the coffee? Our Lady Guadalupe coffee? It's from the Guadalupe roastery. Oh, it's 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 got Guadalupe in there. So I'm sure. Had the Blessed Mother drunk coffee. I wonder what they did in the ancient world without coffee. I'm not sure. I was just saying, if there was no such thing as coffee, they would have to invent it pretty soon for my sake. All right, but moving along, um, I just want to kind of recap that. You understand what I was driving at? So many of us want to make a contract with God. We don't understand that God works only through a covenant. And, and people, you know... Here's the Jesus. He's a healer. You know, they were people always claim to be healers, and they they uh, always claim to be uh, um, uh, exorcists. There were exorcists all over the ancient world. Here's somebody who could really do it. I remember hearing a Pentecostal minister um, uh, who came into the Catholic Church with much of his congregation. He said that uh, they they loved miracles, and when they founded the Catholic Church, they actually had some real ones. They joined. Um, there are mir- I'm a great believer in real miracles that God does these things, but they aren't done as a convenience. Jesus would say, that, "Well, we look at the healing of of Peter's mother. She got up and waited on them." And Jesus said, "Go your way and sin no more, lest something worse befall you." Jesus, I mean, the idea that well, salvation is a free gift, but miracles, no, nah, they're expensive, in the sense that that if God works a miracle in your life. You're his, at least you're supposed to be. So <clears throat> what's going on here is these people want the services of religion and they want the healing power of God so that they continue, can continue to live their life uh, as they would want to live it. And that's not how it works. That's, that's, that's this Cain and Abel thing, that Cain wanted to make a contract with God. Abel wanted to make a covenant because a covenant requires a blood sacrifice. And in that sense, I really believe to be fully Christian, the Mass is absolutely necessary. Oh, well, of course. Well, I'm a Catholic. Not just for Catholics. That, that we're, well, well, we have the blood sacrifice of Calvary. I'm sure God will grandfather you in on that. But we have a, a, a sacrifice, a blood sacrifice every day. We have a blood sacrifice on an altar, not just a Eucharistic table, a blood sacrifice on an altar to ratify the covenant daily and to reenter the covenant daily. And this is a, this is something we get from, from scripture that, that every time they celebrated Passover, they, 
they renewed the covenant. And every time they made an, an animal sacrifice, they renewed the covenant. That's why these all these animals in the Old Testament are being sacrificed. It's about the blood covenant. May, may this happen to me. May my life perish if I renounce, reject, or fail in the covenant. It's a powerful thing. And people, I don't get anything out of Mass. As I said before the break, um, <clears throat> you don't go to Mass to get something. You go to Mass to give something. When you come to the, the, the altar to receive the Holy Eucharist, you're saying, as he lays his life, his body, blood, soul, and divinity on this altar for my sake, I lay my body, blood, soul, and humanity on this altar in union with him that he might use it for his glory. And, you know, Jesus didn't come to just help people. Sometimes we think of the church as sort of a, a help, a, a, a helping society. We're supposed to help people. I'm not saying that we, we don't. We read in the letter of the Romans. I believe it's the letter of the Romans. He has prepared good works for, my, for us that we might walk in them. You know, uh, we walk in the good works that God has prepared for us because we belong to him. We, I talked about that, I think, on Friday. So I just think this is a, a, a central biblical principle. Cain and Abel, why God accepted the sacrifice of Abel, but not that of Cain. Abraham being willing to sacrifice his son, and then it, the tables are turned and God sacrifices his son. And we enter into that sacrifice, the eternal and unchanging sacrifice of Calvary at Mass, a blood sacrifice. So there you go. Um, oh, and I wanted, you know, before I launch into letters, which I will in a moment, um, uh, the voice in my head will, of course, tell me when I have gone too far and too long. Two minutes I got. The lighting of candles. Let's talk about the lighting of candles. Uh, it sounds like I'm down on the lighting of candles. I am not. A dear friend of mine, may he rest in peace. Well, Jim. Um, oh, I can mention now he's with the Lord. I believe he is with the Lord. Um, uh, uh, Jim Ader. Uh, he was soup kitchen director and he had been away from the Lord and he came, was coming back to Christ and he was, you know, back on the back traveling through Europe and he, he went to the shrine of St. Francis of Assisi in, in, in Assisi, Italy and he had to leave. His train was leaving and he so wanted to stay and he, he lit a candle. He realized that that candle lit was his desire to, to to remain there in prayer. In other words, for him, the lighting of that candle was a giving of self as he returned to the Lord. And, you know, Jews believe that the, that the lighting of candles signify uh, extra, uh, extra souls that God sends in great grief or great joy or, or any important thing. God sends you extra souls, I imagine like angels, to join you in that work. And that's symbolized by the lighting of candles. Uh, I remember when the rabbi's wife said that uh, she made turkey, and I said, I can't eat that. It's Friday and Lent. She said, but it's Shabbos. For you, it's Shabbos. For me, it's Friday and Lent. And she said, surely God would send you an extra neshoma to do the fasting so you could eat the turkey. <laughs> I told her, I don't think God's going to send a Gentile an extra neshoma so he can eat turkey on Friday and Lent. She shrugged away and got the noodle kugula, and that, that's the point at which Rabbi Lefkowitz at the end of the table smiled and nodded, and we were friends ever after. He said he liked me because I was Orthodox, not Jewish, but at least I was Orthodox, and I said, I try, Rabbi. So the, this is the idea. The symbol of lighting candles is supposed to be a symbol of giving yourself, and speaking of giving, <laughs> giving of yourself, 
we really need some giving here. So, and again, as I always say, why pay, why pay retail when you can get it wholesale? It's a twofer. That's right. As Father, as Father Simon says, we need your support. And you can give and support us for the next three months. Meet our need of $3 million by going to RelevantRadio.com or giving on the Relevant Radio app. Or if you prefer calling on the landline, calling on the old telephone, you can call one 877 And today we have a hundred, not only do we have a hundred percent match and you can get a twofer for your gift. So if you give $1,000, you'll be having an impact of $2,000. If you give $10,000, you'll be having an impact of $20,000. Or if you give $50, you'll give an impact of $100. But also, if you give uh, $20 a month, the $240 level, we will be sending you a thank you gift, which I think is one of the most exciting, enticing, and dare I say, delicious premiums that we have offered uh, since I've been here. And it's a relevant radio branded coffee and mug. The Guadalupe Gold Blend Coffee Medium Roast 12-ounce bag with a mug that has a Father Rocky quote on it. And, uh, you know, you might have mugs that are uh, that are great for traveling and have cork bottoms and so on and so forth. But this mug is dishwasher safe, so it doesn't add another chore to what you're doing. And one of, one of the reasons that I absolutely love this premium is not only does it have the Our Lady of Guadalupe image on the actual bag, so you'll be reminded of Our Lady and of the Miracles that she has done throughout history uh, every time that you wake up and have coffee. But also, I know the founder I uh, at Ave Maria yeah. University where I went to uh, uh, school for my undergrad. I knew Brass Fast, uh, Brad Fassbender, and he's just one of the most, uh, one of the greatest guys I've ever met. Crazy entrepreneur. He goes and takes risks that other people haven't taken. And the Guadalupe Roastery, where this coffee comes from. So if you give at relevantradio.com or on the Relevant Radio app, or by calling one 877 If you give $20 a month, you will be supporting not only Relevant Radio, but also Guadalupe Roastery. And Brad Fassbender, he left the corporate world and started a coffee company with the explicit mission of supporting families and Catholic culture through business. So he works with uh, a roaster in, uh, where is it, Argentina? Or Nicaragua. Nicaragua. Nicaragua, Nicaragua yeah. uh, named Roland and Lorena Garcia. And they uh, they have a family down there. They're supporting Catholic culture through this coffee company. So if you give $20 a month, you will not only get 100% match, but also coffee and be supporting Guadalupe Roast. Yeah, supporting these uh, great coffee uh, growers down in Nicaragua and supporting Relevant Radio at the same time. A dollar for dollar match. You get the, uh, the coffee and the mug at the $20 a month level. Get a hold of us right now during this partnership challenge hour. Have your gift go twice as far. Relevantradio.com on the app or give us a call 877-291-0123. Listener supported radio. Talk that brings Christ to the world. Welcome back to the Relevant Radio Winter Pledge Drive. Give from the heart. Well, if you want to lighten your load by emptying your wallet, um, the phone number is 877 That's to help us out here and to keep it all going. And then I would invite you to call in and ask me 
Any question you may have about the Lord, the Faith, the Church, and the Big Book on the Coffee Table, the Bible, at 888-914-9149. So 888-914-9149. But right now, I want to go to letters, especially one particular letter. Um, this is a letter from Joanne. I, I Actually, Joanne and Andy. Um, um, can an unconscious Catholic, fallen away, uh, receive confession, well, the sacraments, uh, on her dying bed. She is in a coma, and the doctor said she will not come of it. She had a ruptured aneurysm, then surgery. Now she's in a coma. Um, this, uh, I, I just, I'm just getting this email, um, um, Joanne, but I hope you get this in time because my cousin will be taken off life support today. Her name is, well, I don't want to mention her name, but... Um, I will certainly be praying for you, and we'll pray for you at Relevant Radio. But yes, I will never forget um, when I was a very young priest, my first year of priesthood, I was in a, a parish on the west side of Chicago, and um, <clears throat> the father of one of our teachers had what was, it was serious surgery, but it was rather, rather routine. Um, he was expected to survive it, but he had heart issues, and... Uh, um, and, and kidney issues and, uh, his kidneys failed. And then his heart began to go after this surgery. And, uh, they called the rectory in the middle of the night. And amazingly enough, I picked up the phone and, um, uh, that was in the days before cell phones. And I rushed to the hospital and, uh, there, this man was dying. Now we had been talking for a couple of weeks, and he was as soon as he was out of the hospital, he was going to be coming back to the church. He he was, you know, he'd been away from the Lord and, and uh, um, um, wanted to come back. And uh, I got there and I anointed him and uh, um, I, I I gave him absolution. I gave him the 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 uh, the apostolic blessing and anointed him and when i made the final blessing uh, did the final blessing and when i said the amen you could see the the heart monitor machine going beep 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 amen beep he had just been waiting for me to get there um people who are in a coma are very, i i've spoken to people who've been in comas you're a lot more conscious than you seem and so if if you have a loved one who's in a coma, keep talking to them and don't deny them the sacraments. So yes, you can, you can repent on your deathbed, even if you're in a coma. If, if, if you are, you know, that uh, we're so accustomed to thinking of people as, as their intellectual abilities and we're more than our intellectual abilities. You know, the scripture says we shall know as we are known right now. I know through, sensory perception through memory and when i die that's all going to go so how am i going to know anything i will know as god knows that my knowing will be a reflection it certainly won't be the same as god's infinite knowledge but my the process of knowing will be a process of my relationship to god i will know in a different and better way uh, we will know as we are known, the scripture says. And, um, you know, that, that, you know, one of the great challenges, uh, of, of our understanding is, is, um, Alzheimer's disease. I mean, 
the person we know we know is just sort of retreating into this kind of oblivion and how can this be i i mean they don't seem to be themselves anymore what's going on oh they're themselves still bible says faith hope and love these three endure and the greatest of these is love doesn't say faith hope love and intellect endure you know that 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 if someone you love is in a coma or in some other mental dysfunction, don't stop loving them because it's love that makes us human. Love is constitutive of God and it's constitutive of, of humanity. Our ability to love as God loves is what makes us human. And so don't stop loving people and, and don't stop being there for them because they're still there. Maybe the intellect isn't there, but the person still is, the faith, the hope. And above all, the love, faith, hope, and love endure. And the greatest of these is love. And if you are, are uh, have a loved one who is suffering from dementia or Alzheimer's or is in a, a comatose state, they don't cease to be human. They, they still are uh, able to love and to be loved. So, um, all right, let's, let's go to a word of the day. Let's go to a word of the day. And then, of course... Uh, Okie dokie, where, where's the word? I put the word of the day. I got two minutes for the word of the day, so it's going to have, have to be fast. Um, the, uh, I just, that word scurried about. I think that's really great. Uh, the, the word scurry about, it actually is, it isn't quite scurry about, but they ran around. That's literally what it is. Periedramon. Periedramon. They ran around. Peri is around and, I said, I'm in the infinitive. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's to run around. They, you can picture them saying, Jesus just got out of the boat. Get uncle, get uncle Laban. He's, get the stretcher. You can picture them running around. He's here. Our ship has come in. People didn't want to hear what Jesus had to say. They, they just wanted the miracles. You know, that, um, uh, if you, if, if a miracle happens in your church, your pastor won't get any sleep for quite a while. Trust me on this point. I'll never forget when a, uh, an icon of the Blessed Mother started weeping in an Orthodox church in Chicago and, you know, having a black shirt and a little plastic collar, I was invited in behind the icon screen in this Orthodox church. And it was just a sort of grill work with this icon in it. And if it was a fraud, it was a really good fraud. Uh, this, I, this icon was just weeping and, uh, the thing that convinced me it was real, I saw the pastor and I said, Father, you really do look tired. He said, when that thing started weeping, it was the worst day in my life. I'll never forget that. Uh, he was exhausted because people would be banging on his rectory door in the middle of the night. We're here to see the icon. We've driven all the way from where God lost his shoes. And, and, uh, he, it was just people wanted to see the miracle. They didn't want to hear what our blessed mother was saying. I think the important question was, why was she weeping? Um, you know, the miracles are prophetic words. Uh, they speak to us. We don't want to hear the sermon. We just want the, we just want the, the free medical attention. And God wants to speak to us in a miracle. And speaking of miracles, we have a miracle moment coming up. So listen, God's going to say something to you in this miracle moment. Changing lives in your neighborhood and across the nation. Here's another relevant radio miracle moment. Here's a note that comes in from Nikki. 
She says, I lead a Bible study for teen girls, and this week our topic is modesty. I write the lessons myself, and of course, on such an important topic, I'm struggling with content, spiritual warfare. Any tips on how to talk about modesty and what the Bible and the Catechism say would be most helpful. She says, God bless you, Cyrus, Relevant Radio, and all the good work you're doing to help form my husband, our two homeschooling children, and me on a daily basis on the beauty of the Catholic faith. I'll be praying for you. That's so nice of you, Nikki. But I'm going to do this, if you don't mind. I would rather defer to a different host here at Relevant Radio, Timory. She's young herself, and she's quite knowledgeable on these topics. So I am just pressing send, and boom, Timory will have it momentarily. Touch a heart and change a soul by donating to Relevant Radio today. We have a partnership challenge hour underway here at Relevant Radio during Father Simon Says. Hi, it's Neil Robbins along with Peter Atkinson of the Merry Beggars here at Relevant Radio. A 100% dollar for dollar match. RelevantRadio.com is how you can help us during our Give from the Heart Pledge Drive. You can give uh, on the Relevant Radio app or by calling 877-291-0123. And at the $20 a month level today and today only and only while the supply lasts, we have the Relevant Radio branded uh, coffee and mug. This is Guadalupe Gold Blend Coffee from Nicaragua. Uh, terrific tasting coffee. We had some this morning here at Relevant Radio. And this is a 12-ounce bag of coffee, which would last Peter Atkinson about three days. <laughs> maybe about three days. If that. Yeah, if, if, that. if that. But uh, you get the coffee and the mug for a gift of $20 a month to Relevant Radio. Help us out during our pledge drive. You'll be helping uh, these coffee uh, growers in Nicaragua while you're helping Relevant Radio, $20 a month. RelevantRadio.com, the app, or 877-291-0123. That's right, Neil. I don't know if it would last three days, but I'm willing to give it a try. If someone wants to donate $20 a month and send the bag my way, you know, just <laughs> uh, send it to Relevant Radio. Uh, you can give RelevantRadio.com or the Relevant Radio app. I think it's uh, it's easy with institutions like Relevant Radio to take it for granted, to think that they're always going to be here to, to, to take it for granted that you're going to have Father Simon on air or Father Rocky saying the rosy with your family at night. Um, but we're not. You know, it, we are here at because of the generosity of people like you listening in your car or running or doing errands or at home with your kids. We are here. We're able to, to bring the richness of the Christian faith, of the Catholic faith to you because of your support. Um, so I would say just, you know, if Relevant Radio has given you hope this past year, if it's given you encouragement, if it's met you in a dark period in your life or, or a period where you felt alone or afraid and you were reminded that Jesus is with you and that God is with you in every moment through the joyful piety of Relevant Radio, help us do that for more people throughout all of Lent by giving from the heart at RelevantRadio.com, Relevant Radio app, one 877 And as Neil said, we're looking for 125 people to support us. So go to RelevantRadio.com, the Relevant Radio app. Vote for Father Simon. Help us continue this throughout Lent. 61 more gifts to go before we hit that 125. Can you be one of the 61 gifts we need to hit our goal for this hour? A 100% dollar for dollar match and that wonderful Guadalupe Gold Blend coffee and Relevant Radio coffee mug is yours today and today only for $20 a month. Give what you can at relevantradio.com, the app, or 877 291 
Everybody wonders what this song is about. It has been explained to me. It's called Runaround. So there you go. I think it's funny. They, they scurried about. It's not quite scurry, but they ran around. That's what the Greek word means. All right. Speaking of running around, let us, let us move on to phone calls. Sien is ringing. I noticed. Michael. Michael from, is it Dan? 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 Uh, the Connecticut there, Danbury. Yes, what can what can I do for you, Michael? Uh, good afternoon, Father. Um, I was calling and I had a question about um, for people who pass on because uh, you were speaking about purgatory last week. People mm-hmm. who pass on, if they don't know Christ, do they have a chance in purgatory to make that connection? You know, I I don't think that's what purgatory does. I now. I, I love something that St. Faustina once said, that she asked that question about those who had, had an, not had an opportunity to meet Christ. What, a, what you know, God and his love and mercy, what, what's going on there? And the Lord said, don't worry, at the hour of death, I am my own, I am my own apostle. Uh, and Benedict the sixteenth uh, seemed to indicate that, that God in his love and mercy would somehow make the opportunity to say yes or no to Christ available to everyone. Um, so we have that hope. Um, you know, the, the catechism says, you know, baptism is, is necessary for salvation. And the catechism says we are bound by the sacraments. God is not. In other words, God in his justice and mercy, uh, we have good hope that he affords that opportunity in some way, but I don't think that's purgatory. I have an odd theory about purgatory. Of course, I have an odd theory about just about everything. I think purgatory and just judgment are the same things. When we think of judgment in our culture, it's kind of an up or down thing, guilty, not guilty. It had that dimension in the Bible, but judgment was a lot more. It meant counsel. You know, the, 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 was it, was it, oh, Judith who sat by a certain tree judging Israel? She wasn't criticizing their fashion sense. <laughs> uh, or, no, she was counseling. They would come to the judge for counsel. And, and, um, uh, that's the idea of judgment. You know, that, that I've heard people who've died and lived to tell about it. You know, the beyond and back thing say, I've heard people say they experience all the pain they caused. Um, that's, that's really something that the, this life review isn't just, oh, that was nice going to the circus with my grandfather. No, we experience the pain we caused. And what happens in purgatory is, you know, purgatory, if you read about it in the catechism, it's more a process than a place. It's the process of setting right and learning those things which were knocked down by sin and that we hadn't learned. And, and so it's the completion of our salvation. It's our redemption. We're redeemed in purgatory. Salvation is where I'm snatched from imminent death. Redemption is where I'm restored to my position in a family. That's what the word means, to buy back. That's literally what it means. So purgatory is about, about uh, well, to quote what Jesus said, making all things new, whereas uh, salvation is being snatched from, from imminent disaster and death. And I don't know that purgatory is about that, but we have good hope that God makes that opportunity available to all. Does that help a little? Yeah, thank you, Father. All right, well, thanks. I'm honored that you listen, Michael. God bless. Thanks so much. Let us now go to Audrey. Audrey from St. Paul, Minnesota. Audrey, what can I do for you? Yes, go on. Yes, good day, Father. Um, I've always been puzzled about when the 
Gospels talk about Jesus going about preaching the gospel. What is that gospel? What is he saying? Because he has not yet died and risen again, and he doesn't go around saying, I'm the Messiah. So what is he saying then? He's saying the kingdom of God is has drawn near. You see, the word gospel, evangelion in Greek, means a royal authoritative proclamation of good news. And Jesus preaches the gospel of the kingdom. Now, if you've ever heard me talk about the kingdom, which I do almost obsessively, the word basilea really means royal dignity or royal nature. And Jesus went about preaching this royal proclamation that God's royal nature was had drawn near. In other words, God's royal nature, He was what Jesus was saying is, you want to know what God is like? Look at me. God, God is like a mustard seed. Uh, that's it's a tiny thing, and then it grows. Uh, God's royal nature is like a pearl of great price that a man finds. The man is God, and you're the pearl. God, he's saying, this is what God is like. He isn't this majestic, you know, with the crown and all that and the glitz. And no, he's he's a carpenter from Nazareth. That's the good news. Now, the four Gospels, interestingly, only Mark calls itself a Gospel. They don't even call themselves Gospels. And we're thinking that those are the four the four stories about Jesus. But the word Gospel was a common Greek word. It meant a royal authoritative proclamation of victory or good news. So Jesus went about preaching the good news, this royal proclamation about what God was really like. Does that answer your question, Audrey? That helps very much. Thank you. Well, good. Thanks. Thanks for listening. God bless you. you Let's too. go to Dan from Bakersfield, California. Good morning, Father. Dan? Yeah, what can I do yeah. for you, Dan? Well, I've often wondered, why did Jesus rename his apostles? Well, he renamed some of them. One was a joke. <laughs> James and John, the sons of Zebedee, were... were they were very easily upset, and they would, shall we call down fire on this village, Lord? And he just rolled his eyes and said, let's go. <laughs> he called them the Thundersons, the Boanerges, the Sons of Thunder. But Peter, he he didn't change Peter's name. Peter's name was always Simon Barjona. He gave him a title, the Rock. That was a title. So he, he when he changed the disciples' name, he did it for because of an insight into their character, with the with the Thundersons, James and John, and but he did it because he he established uh, an official title for the leader of of the Apostolic Band. Does that answer your question? That answers. I sure appreciate it. Well, there you go. I appreciate that you're you're listening in. God bless. Yeah. Thank you. Thank Let's you. go to yeah, Pat from. Bowl, Bolingbroke, who the natives often call Bowling Boy. I, I have relatives in Bolingbroke. What can I do for you, Pat? Hi, Father. Well, first, I want to start off by thanking you for what you said about people with Alzheimer's and dementia. My mom is suffering from Alzheimer's, and um, it was just so beautifully said. So thank you for that. Well, um, I, it's, she's, the she's all there and love her. Have- Go on. Yeah, I know, and that's that's what I do. So thank you. Um, yeah, the question I have is, I was just wondering what your thought is on the New American Bible. If you have any thoughts about it, and um, one of the things is that in you know Luke one, the announcement of the birth of Jesus, and it says yeah. in coming to her, he said, "Hail, favored one." 
Yes. And not full of grace. And I don't know. Well, that's what it means. Grace is the definition of grace is an undeserved favor. <laughs> it's a good translation. It's a good translation. It's a translation. That's the problem with translations. They're translations. And sometimes you can't translate things really precisely. Um, there's a wonderful word in German meaning to, to mess things up by trying to make them better. <laughs> there's no word in English for that, but there is in German. I forget what it was for something. I forget what it is, but, uh, um, the, the, it's, it's a good translation. And, and the, the classical definition of grace is an undeserved favor. And so favored one means she has already received this favor before. Uh, the incarnation of her son. So it's a legitimate translation, but it's not the one we're used to. So does that help? It does. Thank you so much, Father. Well, God bless and thanks for listening. Where are we going now? We're going to the call center, aren't we? Oh, the Shill Center to Shill for Shekels. That's right. We will shill for shekels right now. RelevantRadio.com, the app, 877-291- Zero one two three, and it's a twofer, as Father Simon likes to say, a partnership challenge hour, a one hundred percent dollar for dollar match. Whatever amount you can give, it's going to be doubled right now. Relevantradio.com, the app, or eight seven seven two nine one zero one two three. That special today and today only is the uh, Guadalupe Gold Blend Coffee and uh, the Relevant Radio Coffee Mug together. Those are yours for a gift of $20 a month to Relevant Radio. But again, it's today only. RelevantRadio.com, the app, or 877-291-0123. We only need, I think, about uh, 40 40 more gifts to, to hit that 125 this hour. Can you be one of the 40 people that we need to chime in, help us uh, give from the heart, and help us uh, chip away at that $3 million need that we need to uh, wipe out by the end of the week? That's right. And we're seeing gifts from Minnesota, Arizona, another Minnesota showing up, Texas, Florida, New Mexico. Thank you to Christina, Fernando, Madonna. Um, We're seeing people just say that Relevant Radio is part of their lives and they want to see it continue. And by giving today, we only need about 40 gifts left to to hit our goal of 125 people giving, supporting, showing up for Father Simon the way he shows up for you every single day. And you can do that by going to relevantradio.com. Com, the relevant radio app or calling one 877 and uh, all of the programming that relevant radio provides from father simon to father rocky to um dave duran to drew miani every single show to the merry beggars is about one thing drawing you closer to christ everything that we do is supporting your journey towards christ and towards intimacy with god and we got this testimony the other day about our series that we're releasing on all the different saints that we're uh, telling their stories of and they said although i am not catholic and do not know all the saints I've been enjoying listening to these episodes and learning about their lives and relationships with God. And that to me is one of the most incredible things about Relevant Radio is we are evangelizing 24-7 to anyone who drives a car, anyone who has a smartphone. We get millions of people discovering the Christian faith and converting to Catholicism every single time that you give, you're supporting that effort. And you can do that by going to relevantradio.com, the relevant radio app, one 877 We have a big need this week. We need to raise $3 million to keep these 
beautiful lights on above our heads, Neil. And I'm, I know that our listeners will show up, will say that they want Relevant Rated to continue being a force in their lives. And if you give now, you're going to give and show support, particularly for Father Simon and his big book on the coffee table. And he'll know that, that the listeners are giving shekels, are showing up and saying that they want Father Simon to continue. Yeah, Margaret from uh, New Jersey chimed in and she says, uh, I love your show, Father Simon. I learn much, I learn much, and I laugh much. So thank you for that, and God bless you and your ministry. I also have been enjoying uh, the rosary with you on the weekends. Thanks for everything, and have a great day. That's Margaret, New Jersey. And if you're a fan of Father Simon, step up right now this hour. Show your support for Father Simon. We've got those uh, matching dollars on the table right now, and you can get a, a, a Guadalupe Gold Blend Coffee. We'll give you a 12-ounce bag of that today and a grand, fine, brand-new, relevant radio <laughs> coffee mug. You get both of those at the $20 a month level, but uh, it's only while the supply lasts, so get a hold of us as soon as you can. RelevantRadio.com, the app, or 877-291-0123. And so many new donors checking in, Peter. Stephanie in Phoenix uh, gave $20 a month. Mara in Oakdale, California. Judith in Scottsdale, Arizona. Victoria in Port Isabel, Texas. All brand new donors to Relevant Radio. Maybe that's you. Maybe, you. maybe you've never given to Relevant Radio before. Step up right now. It's a great time to give during this partnership challenge hour where we will match your gift dollar for dollar. And we only have two minutes left in the hour, Neil. Only two minutes left for people to give, to show their support for, oh, and for Father Simon. And we only need 35 people showing up for us to hit our goal this hour. So if you listen to Father Simon, if you listen to Relevant Radio, if you said the rosary with us, if you've heard all of the children calling in to Family Rosary Across America, if you've learned about your faith through Relevant Radio, help us continue doing that across the nation by giving at relevantradio.com, the Relevant Radio app, or calling 1-877-291-0123. We'll, we'll, oh, 60 seconds left, Neil. We have 60 seconds. Show up for Father Simon, give from the heart, and join us at 1-877-291-0123 or give on the Relevant Radio app or relevantradio.com.